0: Real Golf Radio It's a reround Now on the tee Brian Taylor and Bob Casper Brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen Protecting the rights of you and your loved ones It's a reround On Real Golf Radio
1: Hey there, welcome in to hour number three, the Mountainland Supply Hour of Real Golf Radio. Mountainland Supply, your turf specialist with rainbird sprinklers, controllers, drip irrigation, and everything you need to irrigate your lawn like the pros. Go to mountainlandsupply.com and woo! how about this scorcher we're in the middle of? I'm just saying... Heaven is burning off the COVID for us. That's why we're hit the 90s so quickly. But uh, uh, at least that's my optimistic point of view. But you've been listening to us talk about mountain land supply and the rainbird sprinklers and all of that. Well, if you've procrastinated, you're probably getting after it this weekend because your lawn is burning up because it is you know this is the kind of thing that will stress the lawn out a little bit so get mm-hmm. out there make sure you got all your 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 spots covered if you've got some bad sprinkler heads or you want to just reevaluate uh, the pros over there at Mountain Land Supply will take care of you that's why your golf course looks so nice is because they all shop the pros there shop at Mountain Land Supply go to mountainlandsupply.com for the location Nearest you. And uh, Bob, we're just two weeks away. In two weekends, we will be watching PGA Tour action, official PGA Tour action. Really excited about that. In fact, next week, we'll do a full preview for a colonial in Fort worth. And it's, it's going to be good to see guys back out playing again, although it will be a little bit different with no fans out there. It'll be quiet. Uh, hopefully we'll get a little bit of a mix between what we saw at the match and official events by, you know, maybe hearing a little more what the players have to say and what they're thinking as they execute their shots, huh?
2: Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. It'll be fun. It'll be good to get some, some good quality golf, uh, tour golf back, on TV, being able to watch that, I—they're going to pull a lot of eyeballs because it, we've been away from it so long. Um, but you know, there's there's things that are going to be interesting to be worked out. You know, uh, are is there going to be somebody standing on every green that's going to be tending flags or pulling flags? Is there going to be somebody um, walking with the group that that will do the bunker raking? All those things are going to be interesting to see how they all work out and and how we we get through this because the PGA Tour needs to get it right, right from the get-go.
1: Yeah, 100%. And we, we've talked about that. You're right. It is important, imperative, really, that they get it right. And, again, golf has the opportunity to lead out based on the nature of our outdoor sport and the natural social distancing that occurs with the game. And so, yeah, get it right. They're they're working on that extended bubble. I mean, look, players are going to have to get tested three Ooh. days before they even think about coming to the event. And then they get tested once they arrive. They're they're asked to stay at the certain ho- designated hotels again to try to maintain these bubbles or their own private you know RV or something along those lines, and then they're going to test them again Saturday. They're taking their temperature every day, so yes. it's so the the Saturday test is to make sure that there aren't and nothing has come up during the week before they get on a a, a tour charter that's going to take them to the next event. And so again, they're and they're not going to have the the normal food service for these guys. It's, it's grab and go pre-prepared. So it's going to be a little bit different environment for these guys. I think a lot of the web.com guys or, or corn fairy guys that finally made it to the PGA tour. If they're able to get in colonial, they'll be like, Hey, this, this feels a whole lot like we're back on the corn fairy tour. (laughs) Hey, what's all this because PGA tour we've to heard about? Around yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> so oh, look, yeah. look for a Corn Ferry grad to get their first win on tour at Colonial when they're in familiar, quiet environments. And the, the rest of the PGA Tour guys are going to be a little bit uh, shocked by. It. I, I don't know. Look, the guys have been out playing at their local courses and clubs. I'm guessing it's been pretty quiet. So maybe this will be a nice little ease back in, huh?
2: Yeah. Although I was going to say Corn Ferry Tour here in Utah. We, we represent very well here in the state and um, in, at the Utah championship. So, but yes, um, you know, I, I, it's almost like it feels like their own people are, when they come back in and golf's introduced back in, it's almost like it's going to be walking on eggshells. And to a certain extent, it might be a little bit with, with COVID-19, but you know what? I think once it gets going and once we get back in the swing of things, things are going to feel like normal and start to return to normal. And then hopefully after about three or four weeks, we'll start to see fans back out again.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. Uh, we got to talk about the match. What did you think parts? Uh, I, I mean, the weather wasn't awesome, but it was fun to the way they had it set up. I, I think some of the yeah. technical challenges that they had with, you know, the cart cams and mics and some of that probably had to do with the weather. But all in all, I loved the ideas. I thought it was a great progression from the first match, which I, I thought was mm-hmm. a little bit boring, especially the lack of interaction between Tiger and Phil. So adding the two quarterbacks in there I thought made a lot of sense and getting them in golf carts so they could get through their to their ball faster, giving them more time to chat so they weren't doing the winded breathing interviews, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. I, I, th- that was great. If the weather would have cooperated, I think it would have been just on point and need to hurt even more. But the way it was even set up, even despite the rain and the weather, I thought it was great.
2: Yeah, it was great. I, I enjoyed um, watching the guys play. Um, Phil, Phil sprayed it a little bit all over the place until he hit the back nine and things turned around. And like you said, um, like we've talked about with Tom Brady, the same type of thing and, you know, the weather and playing with the guys and uh, Phil and tiger, I was very impressed with Tiger Swing and how he's come back uh, from from not playing at the players uh, and not playing uh, the week before that. and and uh, and then saying that his back just wasn't ready and to see where he's at right now with his golf game, hitting beautiful drives, hitting a lot of fairways. Um, so I think uh, I think Tiger, when he does return or when he does play or come back to play, um I think he's gonna be spot on. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool um with uh with with what's gonna transpire and how this has this event has kind of helped or the last two events have kind of helped uh usher in regular PGA tour play again.
1: Yeah, and you know, golf continues to I, I think grow. I, I'm really interested to see the fallout of all of this. Right. There's been a lot of things that have been hurt. You know, I don't think there's been as much equipment sold. Um, there hasn't been, you know, the, you know, the, the golf courses have not been able to capitalize on, on food and beverage and things like that normally would have had or outside tournament play, but it's it, 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 the, the amount of golf that is being played and the fact that you're seeing a lot of kids turning to golf because it's something that they can do. It's an outlet that's available to them when other, you know, team sports you know, were taken or, or made unavailable. So I, I love I love that part of it. I'm curious to see what comes from that. Uh, obviously, the getting back to normal will be better than anything we've seen in, in this quarantine time. But um, at the same time, I, I think that might be a little bit of a silver lining as the way golf's been able to, you know, supply that, you know, diversion really that, yeah. that a lot of people are outlet that people are looking for.
2: Yeah, it would have been interesting for, you know, not if it was covid-19 if somebody came up with an idea hey it, you know let's sh- let's shut down stuff for as far as golf manufacturers and everything let's shut down stuff for a couple of months and and build this build this kind of swell or or ride this kind of wave of people being able to get outside and play golf and uh, shut down sports and all that kind of thing but golf can stay open uh, it would be interesting to see what they would what we would have said or, or what would have transpired and how the game is, is growing or how it could grow all those things. Um, Just kind of interesting thoughts.
1: Well, we had some fun conversations over the first two hours of the show, including uh, an extended uh, chat with Guy Yoakum uh, grew up, in Rose Park, and is a senior writer for Golf Digest. He's an author. He's just a tremendous guy, and always a really good storyteller. It was fun to catch up with him. We do that oh, every six months or so. Get a chat, chance to visit with him. Uh, Jeff Babineau also um, longtime golf writer, the caddy stopped by. We're going to play as much of that for you as we can. If you uh, ju- are just tuning in and taking us along, we appreciate that. Just a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at Real Golf. Uh, you can also find us on the podcast uh, networks uh, wherever those are available. And, of course, you can listen to us on the 1280 The Zone app. So we appreciate that. Segments are are loaded there as well. And this segment brought to you in part by Zion's Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Let's go now to America's favorite caddy.
0: There are bag rats. (laughs) And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour.
1: can neither confirm nor
0: deny the existence of this legendary
1: looper. Here he is, the Caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, Caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio, and we're thankful for that. Uh, although he was off for Memorial Day last week, which gave him a little bit of a, of a break, so he should have lots to say this week. Hey, Caddy, what's up, man?
3: Just biting my time, biting
1: my time. <laughs> How you doing? How's everything going out there in the D.C. area? Well, it's pretty quiet.
3: Not a whole lot going on. Okay. People are staying in, people are staying inside and you know, not it's it's uh the DC Maryland area has been uh, very uh very uh,
1: you know, taking the taking the uh stay at home orders very seriously. Have you been able to get out and play any golf?
3: I played nine holes about a week and a half ago up at TPC Potomac. Mm. Yeah, played the front nine from the tees ahead of the shortest tees possible. Really? Yeah. Just because I haven't I played like that, 54 holes in the last four years. I'm not going to the back tees on that golf course. Tee at it's forward initiative? Tee uh, it beyond forward.
1: <laughs> You're just <laughs> dropping it in the fairway, or teeing it up in the fairway. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Well, hey, look. Know your limitations and accept it. I mean, that's uh, there's no shame in that. No. A
3: man's got to know his limitations.
1: Mm. Yes. Well, caddy, let's quickly get into the match. Uh, I the match. Yeah, the match. I mean, this was <clears throat> I, I. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I thought that uh, you know it had, well, my money.
3: My money always gonna was gonna be on whoever's partnering with Ben Hogan in that match
2: at Cypress Point. You know,
1: I would love and to be able to go back and see have, footage of that. Oh man,
2: would that have been any good? Oh, man. That would have been really fun.
1: You're talking about the book yeah. that was uh, by Mark Frost, documented. It's just fantastic. One of my favorite golf reads. You, you definitely yeah. check it out. Uh, the the venue. Known as, known as, known as the match. Yeah. The match. Yep. Yeah. The, the venue, yeah. the players, it was the, the era. I mean, come on that, that, that was so cool. That match was so cool. I would, yeah, that you'd get high dollar to be able to go back and somehow see some footage of that. No, no question about it. But anyway, we, we go to medalist in Florida. It was a downpour, unfortunately, which did make things difficult, but these guys grinded it out. Uh, I, first of all, did you get a chance to see much of it?
3: I watched the, I watched some parts of it. I, I think my highlight was watching Brady hold the wedge shot as his pants were splitting and all his gear was falling off and he grabbed it on the fly and then just turned right around and gave it right back to Charles Barkley. That was tremendous. <laughs>
1: that was impressive. That was
3: worth everything. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was the highlight.
1: Here's what I want to get your take on. Okay. <clears throat> I heard it the next day out on the golf course, guys on the range, talking about how they could hit it better than Tom Brady. Like that was some big thing that, oh, hey, I can, I'm better than Tom Brady or I can I can play golf better than Tom, whatever, right? And, and you knew you would hear that. And he was getting roasted a little bit for his really poor play outside of that amazing highlight, by the way, which was pretty incredible. I, I have this to say, and, and I mentioned this to Bob in, in the first hour. If you took an eight handicap, which I'm not so sure Tom's an eight handicap, but let's leave it at that. If If you take an eight handicap and you put them in the situation where, one, they're mic'd up. Two, they're playing in the pouring rain. Three, they're playing a golf course like Medalist. Four, they're playing on national TV with cameras all around, with an earpiece in, with people talking right and left all, all around. And then add in that you're playing, oh, by the way, with Tiger and Phil. And think that you are going to find a way to get a groove as a recreational eight handicap golfer. I don't think he was that far off. That is a difficult situation to put anybody in.
3: Well, yeah, I thought – I didn't even know what his handicap was. Watching him swing a club, I, I would have said mid Um
1: I think that's what people were saying. It was What did Guy Yoakum say in the first hour, reverse sandbagger, if he's ever seen yes. one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I'm, not seeing, I'm not seeing an 8-8 eight, eight handicap with that action. I will point out that I texted you saying if Brady strengthened his grip, he'd be a lot better off. And yeah. I will note that I read that Tiger – Describing how his club face was way too open at the top of the golf swing. So, at least great minds think alike, like on these things. Mm. Just want to point that out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You are among greatness, yeah. and no question. <laughs> There's no question. I just, yeah. I'm just saying, Bob, you probably haven't, you don't remember this because you've been a great player for a long time. But when I get it, if I get myself in a nervous situation yeah. where you're a little out of your comfort zone, talk about out of your yeah. comfort zone. I mean, people talking in your ear while you're trying to hit a shot and all the, oh, man, I. there are times when you're golf swing, you can't even feel it. You have no idea where the club face is going. And, and I think he was as surprised as as the rest of us were that he was hitting the shots that he was hitting. And so, I, look, I'm, I'm not a Tom Brady fan in the football sense, but I can appreciate what he's done on the field. But I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that, Man, the guy was out of his element, and it was that's golf, and golf is hard, especially under those well, circumstances. I, I think
2: both of those guys were out of their element.
1: But Peyton but, handled it like a champ, man. Yeah, Peyton
2: did handle it like a champ, and Peyton, Peyton backed it up with with a lot of words, too. It was pretty, pretty funny to hear those guys kind of talk back and forth and that kind of thing.
3: So here's the deal. First of all, I have inside information about the scandal that's going to arise from this match about Brady changing the compression of the golf balls during them. Anyway, but nice. seriously, though, um, the, so you can't relate. You can't put the guys at the club in the same situation as Tom Brady no. and Peyton Manning because Tom Brady and Peyton Manning are used to be a, on a microscope on a big stage, much bigger than that, with TV cameras all over the place. Peyton Manning, how many TV commercials does he shot? I mean, that was not a big deal for them to be playing golf in that match like it would be for another human being who's never experienced any of that stuff plus they know those guys they play golf with them all the time it's not like it's the first time i'm playing with tiger or the first time i'm playing with Phil Mickelson so they mentally would have had a much easier time than the average joe jumping in there and trying to do it and i didn't think i didn't see much evidence that there was nerves involved in their performance Personally, I didn't see that. I just thought Brady just isn't very good.
1: I don't. I'm as I'm saying. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's better than he put on profile. Oh, he put on display there. Now let me ask, let me ask you this, Caddy. Playing golf with Tiger Woods, who's the goat, would obviously be the ultimate. Let's use that word. It would be the ultimate golf experience. However, given the opportunity, wouldn't it be a heck of a lot more fun to play golf with Phil Mickelson?
3: Uh, well, you, it, you, that's like saying, would you rather play with Ben Hogan or Sam Snead?
1: Or you know, I mean,
3: to each it's it's a, just a different experience with two different personalities, right? So, I mean, if you want to have fun playing golf, you're gonna probably have you're probably gonna have more fun with Phil. But you're also, you know, that was my question. Yeah, I mean, if
1: it, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you answered yes. it. Yes, the answer is yes. Yeah, it's more fun. Right? 100%. <laughs> okay. Well, it depends. I mean, if you
3: like getting amicably, amicably abused and learning things you never knew about Wormhole and Quantum theory and Entanglement and things like that, then, yeah, you're going to enjoy playing with Phil. There's no doubt about it.
1: Phil is, an, I'm be, telling you, Phil, Phil is rare air, dude. He, there, if there was anything that Phil was made for, it was that match. And being mic'd up. No, Phil was made for Twitter. <laughs> wow, that's the true.
3: Only, Phil's the only person who should be on Twitter. The only <laughs> one. Who, he's tremendous. He has so much Twitter game. And his fireside chats are phenomenal. When he yeah, pulled up the iPad and interviewed Tiger on, with the iPad photos. I mean, come on. And you know all of this is coming from his daughters. He's not get, making any of this up himself they're telling him what to do and he's smart enough to go okay i'll listen to my daughter but that's my opinion on it but he's tremendous i mean come on
2: now now i'm going to say i'm going to say phil is the kind of guy that wears that i don't know that persona on his sleeve and that kind of thing i think deep down tiger would be really enjoyable to play with not only from a ball striking and a golfing standpoint and picking his brain and all that kind of thing but i think tiger to a certain extent can be every bit giving you the needle that Phil can.
3: Oh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, yeah. So here's a question. Speaking of, of, of Phil, are we a little in danger of him wearing out the, the, the hitting bombs thing? I think he needs to drop that.
1: <laughs> he I needs to drop bombs? Is that what you said? Instead of hit bombs, he needs <laughs> no, to drop he needs, bombs? He needs to drop he
3: needs to drop the hitting bombs thing. I mean, it was good when he came out with it, right? It was kind of good and funny, and I don't know. I think, you know, you just let it lie. Like, remember McCord said he kept the list and all the stupid things he'd say. He'd he try to check them off and never say them again. Just say them one time only, right? McCord did that? Big list of-
1: the guy would have been a <laughs> mute by the time he finished his career. Are you kidding me? he was claiming he
3: tried to do that. I didn't say he successfully actually. <laughs> oh, did okay. It, All right.
1: That was a little harsh. You'd right. had,
3: the list, the, the list would have to be unbelievable. Right. To not repeat something. But you know, it's kind of like, like Faraday, David Faraday's one of the genuinely, he's like Bill Murray. He, he's just intelligently smart 24 hours a day. But I feel like he kind of tries too hard to be David Faraday a lot. Um, You know, it's just – and I'm worried about Phil with the bomb comment. I don't want him to overdo it. Don't overplay it. Bring on the next thing. Talk to your daughters. They'll tell you what to say next. I and think
1: he, the, the Cavs are a fallback. I mean, if, he, if we start getting tired of the bombs, oh, they will go back ca- to the yeah, Cavs. The, yeah. uh, the Cavs are old. The
3: calves are <laughs> <I> mean
1: <laughs> All right. So we Same, talk, yeah, we yeah. talk about the, the zingers. The, uh, while Phil is a tremendous trash talker. The guy is, is, what I mean, the guy is unbelievable. And just listening to him is, I, I love it. I could listen to him all day. And I think Tiger gets worn out by it, but that's okay. The Tiger got well, the best zinger in. Tiger got the best zinger. And I know you missed this. So I'm going to set this up for thing.
3: you. Here's the thing before you say this, because I don't, I've heard about this zinger, but I don't know what it is, but I will make this comment because I've seen it before. I saw it in person at the president's cup in South Africa on the putting green. What tiger can do is tiger does the shut you down comment that you just can't recover from. It's like, he just sits there and waits <laughs> to just drop the bomb on you that you just can't come back from. Right. It's the, it's the assassin in him. He, he will rip your heart out and you just, you're done. Well, so, he did am that. Am I right? He Tell did that. About. Yeah. Did I mean, that. There look, you go. Yeah. There so you go. I thought he, he would just, what so
1: Phil says, Phil in his interview on his Callow, on the Calloway podcast last week, he said that Tiger just goes to the big picture, you know, drop whenever he needs to. he will just be like, you know, right. Greatest of all time. He's like, yeah, I get it. But he, Phil was egging on Tiger to say he needs to come up with something better than just, you know, because, because Phil acknowledged that he could get him with that every time because he's obviously better. Right. But sure. he, sure. so he got him. Like, if he was asking for it, he got it. So Phil's oh, in oh, the, oh, Phil is in the, Phil has had to chip out from the, from the rough or the junk, the jungle. Imagine that, right? Tiger's already on the green. So Phil's hitting his third shot in. And he says to yeah. Tiger, there, he, I, I can't remember how far he's out, maybe 125, 130 yards. I don't know exactly, but he, he's got wedge and he's going in. And he goes, will you go up and mark that? Tiger's sitting in his golf cart, and he's like, wait, are you serious? Like, he started to go, and then he stopped, and he goes, he goes hey, you want me to mark that with one of my U.S. Open medals?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I about <laughs> fell off the couch. I thought that was tremendous. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's like what do you say? And then finally, he said, "You know what? Look, you hit my ball, you get, you can have the hole, and you can win the hole." And yeah. Phil almost did, by the way. That was, that was, yes, was, he did. Was good. That was good stuff. I mean, that kind of stuff with back and forth. I thought that was really good.
3: I my favorite part that I saw was definitely Phil going into the nuclear formula for hitting his little chip and run shot with Justin Thomas right there, and that was classic. it. Wasn't that Phil? I mean. I totally expected Phil to describe it the way he did. And of course he pulled it off. Almost, He almost hold it. Right. He did. But the best part was when Justin Thomas was just kind of like, all right, let's see what you got. <laughs> you know, and, like, and, Phil's just, and then Phil almost jars it. Cause you know, JT was just praying he was going to chunk it and look terrible. Right. With the grain. And, and he just, Phil, Phil just actually goes and pulls it off after laying it all down for you. Right. Tremendous. It was. It was was. good stuff.
1: Yeah. All right, that was the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio, brought to you in part by Siegfried & Jensen, 801-222-2222. Siegfried & Jensen. More Real Golf continues next. Our conversation with Guy Yoakum right here on Real Golf Radio. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game-changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses –
0: For a long time, cancer was one step ahead. Now the Prostate Cancer Foundation's research is delivering new treatments to patients all the time. I've had prostate cancer.
6: My dad had it, which means now I'm at a greater risk.
0: Join us as we finally take the lead over cancer. Put this game behind us once and for all. I beat it and
3: so can you. To get ahead of the game, go to PCF.org to learn more.
1: Ever wonder how the Salt Lake Bees baseball field looks so good? The award-winning Bees Grounds crew turned to Mountainland Supply for their turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? Well, when you need irrigation products for your lawn that you can trust, Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe, parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. It's
7: time to tee it up at Uinta Golf's Father's Day Sale. For a limited time only, trade in your old clubs and receive a 50% bonus towards inline Callaway or Odyssey Stroke Lab products. All Nike, Adidas, Puma, and Under Armour apparel is now 25% off. Check out the Bushnell Tour V5 Rangefinder, which measures up to 400 yards to the flag and introducing Bushnell's Wingman, the world's first Bluetooth speaker with audible GPS distances. to Golf Father's Day Sale going on now. Uinta Golf. Home of the 90-Day Satisfaction Guarantee.
0: It's All Reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
1: All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. The segment brought to you by Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. Now is a perfect time to get to HoopsVision.com. Schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. It's fantastic. Uh, Bob and I, Mike Weir, Boyd Summer Hayes Bruce Summer Hayes uh, I don't know go on to Mike Reed uh, the guys uh, trust their eyes to the best professionals in the business and that's the Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Philip Hoops Jr. at Hoops Vision and hoopsvision.com don't forget real golf radio mention that and you'll save $1000 on your LASIK procedure all right as we mentioned we had a chance to have an extended conversation with our good friend and senior writer for Golf Digest Guy Yokum always good to be with you guys so glad you called well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Uh, first things first, let's get it out of the way. How are you? You're, you're kind of your environment, your neighborhood, your health uh, through this COVID time.
6: Well, it's not Utah. I'll, I'll tell you that. You know, you're, you're in this little uh, perfect idyllic slice of he- heaven. And it feels like you know, you're out here, uh, right next to New York, some parts of Connecticut. Uh, when you go out, it can kind of feel like the fourth circle of hell. You know, it's just sort of a different vibe, you know, and, and you, you just see how people's takes on, on you know, on opening and uh, just the, the general mood in, in the country. It varies so much from place to place. And out here, it's a little tense, you know, it's a, it's a little, it's sort of a worried. It's a, it's, it's sort of a different kind of environment. It's, it's relaxing some. I mean, you can play golf out here. And stuff. And uh, things are sort of gradually opening, but, uh, but it's just been, it's sort of been a tough few months, that's for sure.
1: From being right there in the middle of some of those hot spots, do you feel, like in your opinion and talking with others, are you good with golf being open? Are you, you comfortable with uh, getting out there and folks getting out there playing golf?
6: Yeah, it's great. Uh, the, some of our guys, some of our more astute editors, they they, uh, they talk to people who have researched this and, and golf is like uh, among like the safer things you can do. It's, it's just all of these, uh, this great minutia, these great studies of what happens, you know, when the virus, uh, when it's exposed to sunlight, when it goes into air and the, and the particles and the way that they are, are dispersed, you know, when you're in an outdoor environment that, you know, if you're, if you, if you obey some reasonable level of of social distancing, golf is golf is supposedly pretty safe, you know. So it's uh, people are really glad to see it. I think they need it, you know, for their for their psyches. It's uh, um, what's amazing. I think something like 97 percent of the of, of the courses in America are are open right now, and they're not only open, they're thriving, you know. They're 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 just packed to the gills. It's like, this is one of these few outlets. I mean, people, I Mm guess have trouble going to the beach and and, and this and that, but golf courses, they're, they're like open for business and people are starved for it and they're out there and uh, T sheets are crammed in in a lot of places and it's uh, um, really happy. I I, I mean, it's, it's a good time, you know, in that sense, but, there's some unease with it too, I think. the, the, perpling, uh, the percolating underneath it, you know it's, it's it's just interesting that golf can't just survive, uh, especially on the private club level. You know you you can't survive on golf alone, you know I mean these uh, a, a lot of clubs, they, they're just so many components to their business. you know they food is important. food, food sales are important. People hanging out in the grill room. Mm-hmm. weddings, you know, uh, chamber of commerce lunches, uh, that type of thing. Those things are like way off, of course. I mean, you, you can't even do them. And so that's tough. I, I, I think that's hard. It's it's meant a lot of people have probably been laid off uh, or, or been uh, furloughed, you know, from their jobs. And so there's an undercurrent of real um, concern about that. And it's sort of like we're, waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know, we're in that. we're, it'll be interesting to see a month from now or two months from now as to see, to kind of get a reckoning of, of what this is all really meant, you know, and, and how healthy and how vibrant, um, the world of golf really is.
2: So how about you? Have you had the opportunity to get out and play at all?
6: Uh, I I've only played once. I'm, I'm a little behind the curve, curve on that. Um, I, I go out, I hit balls and, and, uh, I, I found this golf course and, and I go out there and, and I kind of hit balls in this sort of splendid isolation. It's, it's a, it's, it's a weird experience. You know, it's, it just harkens back to when I was, when I was a kid in, in Utah and, you know, back then you, you could have a shag bag and you could find an open field or someplace a little secluded, you know, so the authorities wouldn't run you off and you'd hit balls by yourself and you had time to think and and ponder. and, And it was, it was a neat exercise to hit balls and go pick them up and just sort of that neat experience. You were sort of alone with your thoughts and a lot of modern ranges, you know, they're not like that. They're, uh, they're bustling places a lot of times they're, uh, they're places where you socialize uh, you know you, half the time you're on the range see people leave you on their club you know uh, talking to the guy next to them and stuff and you can just sort of you know they're, they're there for people to warm up you know before the round may, maybe hit some balls after the round uh, but you know this it's, it's, the actual hard kind of dedicated, sort of practice and constant concentration and and you know that experience of just being sort of alone uh the the stillness and 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 hitting the balls and thinking and listening to them and uh uh you know it's that part is is modern golf isn't so much like that so it, it feels like i've been in a time machine and kind of going back to an earlier time and and it's uh, it's good. It's uh, it's kind of it's like a rediscovering some of those old pleasures, you know, of hitting balls and, and practicing.
1: Really well described, Guy Yoakum, senior writer, Golf Digest, joining us here. And you know, people wouldn't say you grew up in Utah. That's interesting. But do you ever throw the old flex on them and say, "Yeah, I grew up right where they filmed the Sandlot." So I mean, you, you've got you sort of your your shag <laughs> bag of golf balls is kind of harking back to that set of the Sandlot right there in that same area. Uh-huh. Huh?
6: I played at that field, you know, the, the Rose Park WBBA. I've, I've got the little league pictures to prove it. Um, you know, I, I played pitcher and shortstop on our little league team. We, um, yeah, we won the state of Utah. Went to the to the of the, the World Series in, in uh, Santa Monica, California. It was. Uh, um, that was really cool, you know. I mean, that time, it actually that environment back then, it was a lot like that show, The Sandlot. You know, yeah. I mean, the these bustling neighborhoods. You know, these uh, the, I'm a baby boomer, you know, and all these these neighborhoods, these big Mormon neighborhoods. You know, these guys back from the from the war and having ten million kids, and they just they just flooded the neighborhoods. And I mean, you just played baseball and stuff every day. You go over to the golf course, you know, and the mini golf course and look for lost balls, just getting all kinds of trouble. You know, the, just a huge pain in the neck, you know, to the to the superintendent, the pros and all that. You know, we're just rugrats always underfoot, getting in trouble. But boy, what a great place to grow up. I, I really miss Utah, you know.
1: You know, it's it's been neat too. I mean, obviously, it, you know, we're one country, but fifty states and a lot of different variety uh, uh, of situations in in various states. And you know, out here, we're as you know, we're we're more spread out. We're not on top of each other. We're not so condensed that you have there on the on the eastern seaboard. And and so it, I think that's helped us, right, in, in controlling this. We've been fortunate that way. And we also, as it kind of moved from east to west, and even from up in Seattle. South, we, we had some time to prepare, and, and I think everybody yeah. responded um, accordingly. And and so far, we've been very fortunate that it's it's been very um, uh, minimal uh, the impact that uh, the, the actual virus has had. Now the you know everything that comes along with what shutting down and things those are those are challenges for sure. But golf has let out, and and I love that about the game. And I think it, I'll be interested to see the studies when this is all done to see what. What happened with golf? Uh, to your point, we had a lot of guys that, uh, out at the club that, that I play that would come play as guests on a regular basis. And they decided to join the club because there were no guests uh, allowed during this time because the golf course was packed. Members can't even get out and play, but the tee sheets so packed. And so, well, we didn't allow guests to play. So some of these guests that loved playing, they decided, hey, this is a good time to join. So we sold all of our memberships. Uh, we, you know, it, we went from a normal April of having twenty two hundred rounds of golf to over fifty five hundred rounds of golf. I mean, it's ridiculous how much wow. golf was being played. Now, some of that was weather. You know, uh, uh, it was a great uh, weather month for for April, but at the same time, I think what did that provide during an otherwise very strenuous time when the only thing you could do was kind of isolate in your home, but you had that outlet that was safe outside and distancing and and, and a relief, and I think that's pretty cool. I think that's going to help golf, and I wonder how much new play was taken up or will be noted as taking up during this time.
6: That's right. It's it's kind of an unexpected uh, twist, a, a turn uh, that it's taken. That, that's beneficial, and I, and I think there will be other little things that emerge that are that are really cool, kind of on the back end of this. Uh, um, who knows? It it may be it may be a, a more family golf. You know, something something for for families. Uh, fathers and sons and moms and daughters and, and that whole unit for them to get together. It may make people value friendships more, you know, uh, and, and, and kind of really cherish and, and really appreciate golf instead of kind of just going out and robotically playing, you know, and just sort of your usual Saturday Saturday game. May, we may find ourselves smelling the flowers a little bit and, and admiring the beauty of, of a little bit more. Um I, I just think there's I think there's you know, it it's it sort of it giveth and it taketh away and it's probably taken more than it's given. But I just I I think it'll be neat, uh in, in uh in a lot of ways. I, you mentioned one, I, I I mentioned another, but there will um there will there will for sure be others. But it's it's yes. confusing. I, I think um i just add, you know, like here's a confusing aspect of it. Callaway's stock price, okay? I, I looked and saw that on March 15th, uh, their stock price was around like uh, $5 a share. I mean, it had just sort of cratered, you know, as they had laid some uh, people off, I think. It was contracting. People were looking ahead, uh, thinking this may not be a time uh, to buy new clubs, uh, all that. But then, doggone! You know, I just I looked the other day, and their stock prices tripled, tripled since March fifteenth. Mm. In in ten weeks' time, it, it's gone from five and change up to fifteen and, and change. And and there's uh, again, like our, our equipment editors, they're they're reporting in these kind of these daily breakfast club Zoom meetings that we have that they're really optimistic. You know that that this is. Uh, of, of what the rest of the year will portend, you know, for, for all of this. So uh, I think we got every reason to feel that, you know, that uh, there is an end to this thing and that the golf will really be one of the great, you know, uh, rebound, kind of great triumphant
1: stories. i right, hope you enjoyed that. Love guy, super guy. Wait, guy is a super guy. Did I just say that? <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the first one to drop that. But guy is tremendous, uh, really good to visit with him. And it's brought to you in part by Mountainland Supply, the official Rainbird golf irrigation supplier in the state of Utah. If you want your lawn to look as good as your favorite golf course, then shop where the pros shop at Mountainland Supply. Go to mountainlandsupply.com. Short break. Jeff Babadone joins us next. or nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember.
7: It's time to tee it up at Uinta Golf Father's Day Sale. For a limited time only, trade in your old clubs and receive a 50% bonus traded towards any tailor-made inline golf clubs. All Nike, Adidas, Puma, and Under Armour apparel is now 25% off. Check out the Bushnell Tour V5 Rangefinder, which measures up to 400 yards to the flag. And introducing Bushnell's Wingman, the world's first Bluetooth speaker with audible GPS distances. Uintah Golf Father's Day Sale going on now. Uintah Golf. Home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. It's a
0: Reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor
1: and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Bob, it's time for Barbecue Pit Stop. Mm. Three locations up and down the Wasatch Front. Yeah. You can get your pellet grills, your smokers, everything you need, Rub sauces, they got it all, plus recipes. They're going to help you be a barbecue pit master. What do you got on the smoker this weekend?
2: Well, um, I haven't quite decided yet. This last week, I, I did a couple of pork butts when I was in Florida at my daughter's and with the grandkids. Um, but the, you know, this weekend, you know, it's hard, it's hard not to, uh, go back to the good old tri-tip. Tri-tip is awesome. And that's probably what I'll end up doing.
1: Tri-tip is, it is, but it's gotten a little bit expensive. Um, more expensive than it used, usually such a good value. And I know you got your freezer stocks. So you're going to go to that. I do. But, uh, I've been going with chicken lately. I, I put some chicken breasts on and I'm just talking about plain old frozen chicken breasts. I put mm-hmm. them on my smoker with some saw with some, with some, uh, some rub. And I just let them go for an hour. There you go. And my family was all in town. My daughter graduated from high school. Congratulations, Lexa. We're proud of you. Um, but the family was all over. And they're like, can you give how did you, this is the best chicken I've ever had. How, what is the recipe? And I'm like, you ready for it? You put some seasoning on it and you put it on there. <laughs> That's it. So That's it's, it. do you put it on frozen or you put it on thaw? I put it on frozen. There you go. I mean, I I, you, I put it under some water to thaw it out just a little bit, so that I could yeah. get some uh, r- some rub to stick to it, and I sprayed a little yeah. bit of Pam on it, you know, and, and and I'm sure there's better ways to do it, but it well, I'm telling you, it's and unbelievable. I had it at 385 and just let it let it go there on the go. on the top rack. Yeah, cool. So it was about an hour. I turned it after 40 minutes. I flipped them over, and they were just so juicy. It was so good. Anyway, I awesome. think I, so I might do a little more chicken this weekend. I've been, I've been in the mood for that. I don't know. You why. may have changed my ideas. Yeah. I'm,
2: I may go chicken this I, week. I'm
1: telling you, it's, it's, it's amazing. You don't burn and dry out your chicken like you do on gas grills. These things are tremendous. Anyway, Barbecue Pit Stop's got it all for you. You can check it out at barbecuepitstop.com. All right, in the few minutes we have left, here's our chat with Jeff Babino.
8: Yeah, I mean, I look back to the last day I saw of golf on the, uh, you know, if it's the players' championship and seems like a long long time ago so uh, it is exciting that golf on us and and you know I think players are ready to get out there I've, I've seen the, you know the top players are committing to the Schwab challenge in colonial so I mean there'll be an exciting event right out of the gates and, uh, and hopefully we'll be off and running and feel our way through this thing and get back to something that resembled uh, the days of old
2: you know it's interesting you you just mentioned that the last Time we saw professional golf being played was at TPC Sawgrass. Yes, uh, this weekend, um, uh, an announcement came out from the tour that the John Deere Classic is not going to be played in 2020. It's going to be canceled, and um, then it's going to be moved to 2021, be back on the schedule there. But the PGA Tour is look is going to replace that event, um, and the possibility of it being at Sawgrass. Thoughts on uh, on. N- losing John Deere and, and a new event for the year?
8: Well, I mean, uh, it seems like we kept getting, you know, good news, good news, a little progress. And yesterday's news came out and there's a bit of a setback uh, to me. Uh, John Deere was an event we were looking at as maybe the the first event back where we might have fans, Yeah, you know, after a month of playing with no fans. And, uh, you yeah, know, it's a popular event. It's a big community event, huge charitable ramifications. I mean, they raised nearly $14 million for charity. So you think of all the, the different charities that, you know, will miss out without the playing of that event. So that, that was a bit of a, uh, stunner to me yesterday. And then, you know, as you said, they are looking to fill that spot. Um, you look at a couple of events that just got flat out canceled. Uh, certainly the players was one Val uh, the Canadian open is, there's a, there's a few. And, uh, it's just, it would be an odd time to, to have everybody in Ponte Vita Beach, Florida. I think we're in the middle of eight days of rain right now. So uh, I'm not sure summer in Florida would be the perfect remedy.
1: Yeah, that's a good perspective. It would be a nice story. Hey, we're headed back and this is kind of where it ended and we're coming back. But but you're right, might not necessarily make sense. Speaking of rain, by the way, uh boy, the match got got a little bit uh, deluged deluge there uh, with with the uh, you, you you've been a long-time Floridian. Do you think you would have played golf in that kind of weather if you weren't <laughs> obligated to with an event yeah. going on?
8: Every time i play, I've been lucky enough to probably play in Ireland maybe five times and and I've always played in the sideways rain over there. And we laughed because we would never play in that over here. Over there, you just suit up and you get the rain gloves and you go. And, uh, no, we would not have played in that. You know, it wasn't raining. I'm in Orlando. I'm probably two hours North. And when I flipped it on on Sunday and saw the pouring rain on the range, I was really bummed out. I was like, Oh no, we're going to miss this event. I I was kind of looking forward to that. And, uh, And they kind of gutted it out of me. They they pulled that one out of the the fire a little bit. I was worried for my man Tom Brady in the early going. Uh, I thought TB12 (laughs) might make a TB12. So uh, I I was glad he kind of got it going a little. He's a a pretty decent golfer. He wasn't shown it on Sunday, but I thought that event was terrific. I thought it was just what we needed and entertaining and fun, and it was competitive to the end. So I thought it was a big hit.
2: You think it was the weather and playing with those guys, that kind of thing, that kind of threw him off a little bit to begin with? Yeah. I mean, I've seen him swing live a couple times, and he's got a good swing and hits the ball well. And he was hitting those
8: squirrely little bleeders to the right. I'm like, oh, man, he is struggling with his swing. Then you compact it with, yeah, rain and nerves and rust. And uh, that had to be a pretty lonely place until he – He knocked that shot in on the par five to get going a little bit. Uh, He was – I guess it took a little heckling when Charles
1: Barkley – it's you as a golfer that might get your ire a little bit yeah i mean it, i mean you got brooks calling him out saying if you can just make a par i'll, I'll drop a hundred grand for charity and then barkley <laughs> yeah. like hey i want a little piece of you tv i mean yeah. you, that at some point you, your pride has to kick in i'm not saying you know that you could wheel uh, a hole out shot like he did but man that was that was some kind of answer
8: yeah and, and you know the he was getting absolutely. He was the guy who's won six Super Bowls, just getting roasted on Twitter, and everyone's doing, "Yeah, this guy's an eight handicap." You know, I'll send him to my club and we'll play. Well, I don't think you'd want to play Tom Brady when he was playing pretty good as an eight handicap. Um, so yeah, it kept going. I Peyton Manning, I thought was brilliant. He did he did a great job, and Phil was a lot of fun, and Tiger was hitting it pretty well, and. uh, the whole combo. I mean, people loved it. You had to, at its peak, you had 6.3 million viewers. So there's something people liked about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I, I thought it was a great event. We've talked a lot about those things. I, I maintain, and the, all the guys at the club the next day that were out there saying, oh, man, I could beat Tom Brady. Tom Brady sucks, you know. I mean, you know, all this kind of – look – if you teed it up next to Tom Brady, you would probably hit the same shots Tom Brady hit when he was teeing it up in that match because you'd have the same kind of nerves being around that guy. Uh, that he, I'm not saying he was nervous being around Tiger and Phil, but look, you put an earpiece. This, I, I mean, I'm repeating myself on the show here, but you put an earpiece in a guy and you get that weather and the cameras and you know all that's going around there and and try to you, you know. That happens. When you're when you get a little tight or a little unsure or you're not able to focus the way you want to on your game, I mean stuff's gonna happen. I mean your swing's gonna be awful and that's what happened. He just he wasn't releasing it and those little bleeders you talked about were, were pretty bad, especially with SHOT Link. I mean you don't oh, see man. those kind of drawings with SHOT Link usually on TV. <laughs> yeah, he
8: just wanted to crawl the hole, I'm sure, and get out of there and get the training camp. But uh yeah, it was interesting. It's uh yeah, there's a lot of pressure on you there. It's not Uh, these guys playing a a few pro-ams, Brady's played at Pebble, but they don't show you every shot.
1: All right, that's all we had time for with Jeff, but you can see the full interview, or hear the full interview, rather, uh, at, uh, on our Twitter feed, at RealGolf, or any of the podcaster sites or the 1280 The Zone app. Uh, thanks to all of our great sponsors, Mountainland Supply, for uh, sponsoring our number three of the show, Zion's Bank, Hoops Vision, Siegfried & Jensen, Uinta Golf, who is open and serving Utah golfers since 1971. Don't forget, you're probably anxious to go try the new gear. They've got it for you. they got the 90-day, 100% satisfaction guarantee, only found at Uinta Golf. And, of course, also Barbecue Pit Stop. Uh, Bob, that's going to do it for us. Preview of the tour's return coming up next week right here on Real Golf Radio. In the meantime, thanks to Dave Glauser. He's Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week, Saturday, 6 to 9, right here on 1280 The Zone on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening
0: to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our
6: website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real.